kids like you Maker of heaven Lord of the land And Lord of the sea Holy and true Faithful and able Lord of all time And eternity Hi, this is your friend and brother Ferdinand And uh, thank you for joining me as we continue in week four now of the indwelling experience 20 in 2020 where we are looking at uh, the book the indwelling the exceeding greatness of god's power that is at work in you child of god there is power unimaginable indescribable power at work in you I'm not talking of being at work in heaven. Of course, God's power and God himself are resident in heaven and they, they work in heaven. But there is power that is at work in you. And as a child of God, you are invited to explore that uh, through the indwelling. By paying attention to what God is doing deep inside you. You know, in the previous uh, um, broadcast, we have noted together that every revelation of scripture has an implication and an application and that is why when we encounter scripture we are not just content to get revelations from scripture we are asking what are the implications of these revelations and then we are now asking so what are the applications and when we make the application when we act on the word when we believe that word and we step out on it then we experience transformation and transformation catapults us to the next level. Transformation opens up an upward and outward spiral of transformation. And we are changed from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. As we engage and believe the truth of the word of God concerning us as revealed by his spirit. And then we also spend time to look at inside and outside. And I am burdened personally by the focus on externals these days in many of our churches we are chasing externals problems outside enemies you know external circumstances as if believers are helpless victims of the environment and that is we are not cold-blooded animals that take our temperature from the environment we are spirit controlled people that regulate the environment by the power of the spirit working inside us god designed us to operate from inside and that is where God himself dwells. That's what we mean by the indwelling. And in this week four, we are now focusing on there is a whole lot going on inside you. This is chapter three of the book. There is a whole lot going on inside you. And you should pay attention <laughs> to what is going on inside. The word is inside because wealth is inside. Power comes from inside. Peace joy they are going to come from inside and in the midst of the storm if your inside is at peace and quiet you will find that this storm will be raging outside you will be quiet inside because you know that victory is guaranteed that god always gives us the victory and then through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of his person in every place so there is a whole lot going on inside you in psalm 103 psalm 103 verses 1 and 2 David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Of course, verse 3 goes on. He says, Who forgives all your iniquities? 
who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, and the rest of that wonderful scripture. But notice how that thing begins. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. You see, there's a whole lot within you. And the reason is because the human spirit was made in the image of God, and that human spirit has capacity your human spirit has capacity that is beyond your imagination. Man is deep. In Psalm 64, verse 6, it says, Human nature and the human heart are a mystery. It said, The heart of man and the inward thought of man, they are very deep. And because they are deep, then um, uh, there's a whole lot that can be stored within. There's a whole lot that can stay inside there. And that is why we must examine our hearts and that is why we must prepare our hearts because our hearts are the place of the indwelling. That's where the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus Christ himself, you know, resides and from where he transforms us. Now, to gain better understanding of the capacity of the heart of man, we are going to, you know, uh, look at certain, certain scriptures and these scriptures, a lot of them talk about demons, but I'm not interested in demons here. I just want you to see from these passages of scripture that, that man is deep indeed. And the first one we are going to look at is a man that was possessed by a spirit called Legion with other, thousands of other spirits. The story is in Mark chapter 5, Mark chapter 5 from verses 6 to 17. You're going to find this beginning from page 44 of the book the indwelling now the 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 he tells the story let me read it quickly he said when jesus was still some distance away the man saw him this man was demon possessed and he, he, this man nobody could bind him they had used all kinds of chains to tie him up and nobody could do that so the man came to jesus and he was sh shrieking and shouting why are you interfering with me jesus son of the most high god in the name of god i beg you don't torture me for jesus already said to the spirit come out of the man you evil spirit then Jesus demanded, what is your name? So Jesus, I said, what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion because there are many of us inside this man. Listen to what this demon spirit is saying. He said, my, the one that is talking, this is their commander. He said, my name is Legion. Why are you called Legion? He said, because there are many of us inside this man. There are many of us. So you can see a being that, that is alive. He's talking. This thing can talk. It's alive because you see, dead things don't talk. So this living being that can talk is talking to Jesus. Jesus is having conversation with a being that is living inside a human being. And that being is telling Jesus, there are plenty other beings like me. There are many of us inside this man. Then all the evil spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. So the demon spirits now inside the man began to beg Jesus. And then I, I believe they were talking with different voices. Because demon spirits speak differently. You don't beg, you don't, don't, don't cast us out, send us into the swine. They began to beg him. Send us into the pigs. Send us into the pigs. Send us into the pigs. Send us in. It was an eerie event when thousands of demon spirits were speaking through one mouth. So Jesus gave them permission. Now listen, the Bible says, the evil spirits came out of the man and entered into the pigs. And you see, there were about 2,000 of these pigs. So, and the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs 
plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. See what is going on here. The evil spirits that we are living inside one man came out and entered into a herd of 2,000 pigs. And all the pigs suddenly went over the hillside, plunged over and drowned in the lake. See what is going on here. It meant that every pig must have received at least one demon. You see, if there was a pig that did not receive a demon spirit, that pig would continue to feed. It would behave normally. But each pig received demons. And so the thousands of demon spirits that were present inside one man came out of the man and entered into thousands of pigs. In the Roman army back in those days, you know, in the context of this scripture, a legion was equivalent to 6,000 soldiers. 6,000 soldiers. So the commander of this demon spirit, his name was Legion because he was commanding thousands of evil spirits. And don't forget, all of this is going on inside a person. Legion and his gang of wicked spirits, thousands of them, had taken possession and they were all living inside one man. When Jesus cast them out, all of them came out and entered into pigs. 2,000 pigs. And my sister, my brother, 2,000 pigs could not contain for one second what one man had been carrying for many years. Oh, the capacity of the heart of man. You, man is deep. Man is deep. And I believe that the depth of our hearts we are made for God. God knew that he was going to live inside human beings. And he, he made man deep like he himself. Because God, of course, is also very deep. So you see from this scripture that there is a whole lot going on inside. Inside, You can see people walking down the road, behaving as they are behaving. You don't know what is walking inside them. Now, Jesus told another story, not another story. It was another event in the ministry of Jesus when he came down from the Mount of Transfiguration. The story is in Mark 9 from 14 to 27. And then you remember, if you've read that story, a father had brought his son, demon-possessed, to the apostles and begged them to cast out the demon spirit out of his son. And then the apostles, they could not do that. Uh, before jesus came back so the man now told jesus he said that this demon spirit entered into the boy when he was a child the word is entered entered and then in verse 18 mark chapter 9 verse 18 he said whenever it seizes him so this demon spirit will seize this boy from inside it will throw him down and he'll begin to foam at the mouth and grind his teeth and then the boy will become stiff now see the point why was this boy behaving like this? It was because there was a spirit inside him making him to do that. So if you read scripture carefully, you will notice that the demonic indwelling brought all kinds of bondages, sicknesses, oppressions, diseases to people. People were mad, they were deaf. The Bible says when Jesus cast out the deaf and the dumb spirit. So there was nothing wrong with the physical structures. The man's vocal cords, his larynx, his ear, his eardrum, and the inner ear, everything was okay. If there were demon spirits that are taking possession of him and, and blocked his hearing and his speech. So the demon spirits, we are living inside these persons. Some people were paralyzed. So but the point here is that this boy, you know, would, would foam at the mouth. He would be grinding his teeth. He would become stiff. And the demon spirit had even thrown him into the fire. You see, Satan and his demon spirits, they are the principal masters of suicide. 
of course there are some suicidal situations that are dependent on uh, chemical imbalance and i pray that god will bring deliverance to persons like that and healing also but demon spirit look the demon spirit will, will seize the boy and throw him into the fire or throw him into the water to kill him you, you see because satan has come to steal to kill and to destroy so the demon from the boy doesn't want to die it's a demon spirit that is intending to kill him. Don't forget that when these 2,000 demons, or rather not 2,000, thousands of demon spirits came out, um, uh, Legion and his spirits came out and entered into the pigs, all the pigs committed suicide. They, didn't, they were not planning to die, but these demon spirits drove them over the precipice. If there is a voice that has been speaking to you, you are going to die, you are going to die, kill yourself. Life is useless, there is no hope. I bind that unclean spirit in the name of Jesus. I break the power of that demonic spirit over your soul, your mind, your thoughts. Now, in the name of Jesus, every depression I command to be lifted from you, leave in the name of Jesus. There is hope. You are in Christ, there is hope for you. Victory belongs to you. Don't listen to the devil. But see the point, as soon as Jesus cast out that demon spirit from this boy, all the manifestations of that evil indwelling disappeared. The boy became perfectly normal, healed and whole. So you see, Jesus, these events teach us that there is a whole lot going on inside human beings. Jesus told the story of, um, you know, this is now it's in Luke chapter 11, 24 to 26. He told the story of, you know, when an unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless places in search of a place of rest. And when he doesn't find it, he says, I will go back to my house. He's a demon spirit that was cast out of a person. He's calling a human being in his house because he was living inside. Eh? He said, I will go back to my house from where I came. And then he said, when the demon spirit comes there, he finds the place swept, kept in order. And then he doesn't just go back inside. He goes to bring seven more evil spirits, more wicked than itself. And all of them, eight of them now, they enter into the person and they live there. And Jesus said, the last state of that person is worse than the first state. So you see from this story, a demon is calling a human being his house. He was living inside. And a human being is like a palace for an evil spirit. And now the demon went and brought eight other evil spirits and they possessed this person. The final picture that I, I, want, to, I want to show you is in... Um, okay, let's leave that so that we can cover that in our next, in our next broadcast. But from what we have seen now, uh, you can see that Jesus will not make the mistake of cleaning somebody, you know, cleaning somebody, forgiving the sin and leaving the person empty. You see, this demon spirit was cast out. But after the demon spirit was cast out, there was nothing to fill the person. So the demon spirit went through waterless places, came back to just check if peradventure the place was still vacant. And then when he found it so, he went and brought other demon spirits and possessed the person. The glory of Jesus and our salvation in him. The wonder of his work is that when Jesus ejects the devil, when he cast out this, the devil, Satan, and he broke his power over our lives, Jesus did not leave us empty. He entered inside. Now the stronger man is in the house. He is in your heart. And all the demon spirits, when they come back, checking if there is space, they are going to find that the Lord of the universe is living inside you. Christ in you is your hope of glory. And I am saying to you by the word of God that you are deep inside. And I invite you to begin to pay attention inside. The more you develop and cultivate your inner life, the greater the testimonies, the victories, and the power of God that will flow and manifest through your life. 
Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. In the name of Jesus, we ask that, Lord, our hearts will be clean and cleansed of everything that does not honor you. But our hearts, the capacity of our spirit, will continue to increase to, uh, to receive more and more and more of your presence and of your power dwelling deep inside us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget to get your own copy of the book, The Indwelling. Uh, you can do that through the information that is provided, either online on Amazon.com, or you can also get hard copies uh, through, those, through that information. In Jesus' name. And please share with others and invite them as we continue in the indwelling experience 20 in 2020. God bless you. Maker of heaven, Lord of the land, and Lord of the sea.